Hello and welcome to the second episode of the Apple Guide Talks podcast, where we cover a wide range of tech and simplify it for the average consumer. I'm your host, Ralph Shepard, with my co-host, Eli Piper. How's it going? Uh, join us today as we discuss uh, an app developer who managed to make $100,000 off of selling an icon pack. Um, we have the iPad Air and really will cover the whole iPad line as it stands of uh, late 2020. And we'll ask the question, who's the iPad Air for? And then lastly, we'll end with, should you upgrade your TV, especially if you're looking to get a new console or gaming PC? Um, so let's get started with a quick and short one with the $100,000 app icons. Pretty crazy. Can you imagine that? Making an icon I mean, pack. So, okay, so backstory, backstory. Before we hop into the yeah. big picture, with the release of iOS 14, it kind of blew up the idea that you can completely customize your home screen with changing your app icons, uh, adding in widgets and especially design widgets and all this integration stuff and style it. And then you could, of course, change your back wallpaper. Um, it's definitely not on the Android side of customization where you can move apps anywhere you want on the screen and that it's kind of thing. It's not even close to that level. No. <laughs> But it still opens up the possibility for customizing your home screen a little more than you used to. Well, a lot more than you used to. So the whole story is this dude to took advantage of, of the uh, the app customizations and decided to make these icon packs. One of them was black, one of them was white, kind of monochromatic looking. Black icons with white very basic looking almost like line sketches for the app icons like the twitter icons literally a white outline of a bird the uh mail icon is literally just the at symbol it's a white at symbol on a black background and then that's inverted for the white version of it super minimalistic super cool looking mm -hmm. super appealing for those who are wanting to make their home screen all clean and artsy super appealing that's the new thing now is the whole minimalistic look mm -hmm. and you know everything has a purpose on the home screen and making everything fit where it goes i'd buy it and he wasn't thinking anything of it he was charging 28 dollars for them kind of steep in my opinion but not a bad price obviously people and bought into it <laughs> obviously people bought into it but not until mkbhd decided to make a video on it where he linked it in the description and as this creator says, he felt like he was making $28 every 28 seconds. He made over $100,000. And one day after, sales jumped from $6,000 to $40,000. And now they're at over $116,000. And, and 4,100 customers. Over 4,100 customers. And that's a true testament to online social media marketing where MKBHD oh, yeah. or Marcus Brownlee, his video where he featured these app icons have now been seen by over 6 million people. Yeah, for sure. I mean, businesses should pay attention to this because this is huge in terms of marketing. You know, YouTube is heavily underestimated when it comes to business marketing and social media in general. And, and, and out, because out of those 6 million people, probably around... 500 now or 5,000 now have purchased these app icons. 
that that's mm -hmm. that's a huge statement even for 29 dollars that, oh yeah that does sound steep but obviously he made it work he made it work now whether this is sustainable probably not no. you know i think it's a nice I, quick injection of cash in the bank you know it was a good quick hundred thousand dollars in a few days right there save it um i, but I think it, it definitely i think i think it's more of a trend and i think though more than anything this shows the power of like i said social media marketing that i think businesses really need to focus on and pay attention to yeah because this stuff works <laughs> yeah yeah but but longevity you're right i'm not sure how long it will last because think when when was the last time you saw a tiktok video of someone's home screen yeah exactly device? it's a it's a fad people say wow this is cool and then they realize ultimately these home screens look cool they're not very practical well well it's, but, but see here's another it's kind funny of form over too. function in my opinion here's here's a funny thing too all these people are capitalizing on this idea of being able to customize your app icons now. Yeah. Uh, using iOS shortcuts, which is Apple's way of giving it's a workaround what they want without directly giving them what they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this feature has been around since iOS 12 when shortcuts was originally released. Mm -hmm. So. People just decided to look at it, you know. All it takes is one person to be like, hey, look what I can do, and then everyone else jumps on. Yeah. But I think it's definitely a fad. This is definitely form over function. It's mm -hmm. not very practical. For one thing, you don't get the circle count for notifications in the corner that's of the uh, the app icon. So that's, that's true. one disadvantage of it. Eh. Yeah. It, it it may be a disadvantage, but it may also be a benefit. <laughs> it might be, but some people don't want that. You know, I can. I mean, totally for me relate. personally. Okay, now now that we're talking about designing our home screens, yes. for me, I've went with the release of iOS 14. I completely restarted the way yeah. I look at my home screen because for me personally, the way the new app library organizes applications mm -hmm. is the way i used to do it all on one page so i just trashed all those folders that i made through all those apps in the app library even my social media apps mm -hmm. where only the apps that i want real quick access to are on the home screen and everything else i have to i'll search for i'm going to search for everything else to find what i'm looking for um so and and it also puts my social media apps in the background so they're not immediately there when I unlock my phone. Yeah. Um, See, that's, that's what that's what my iPod was. I had my iPod Touch way back in the day. I prided mm -hmm. myself on having one page of apps with a whole bunch of folders. It was filled with folders. Everything was in folders. So as I've gotten my iPhones, they've gotten progressively and progressively less organized. And as you swipe through my home screens, you know, first page is super organized. Everything's right there that I need. Second page is a little less organized. And then the third pages and the fourth page and the fifth page are just like random apps that I'll touch maybe once a month. Well, yeah. Cause that, that's another thing too, is how many apps on your home screen right now did you download for one time use? And it's still just kind of hanging a lot out of there. Them. <laughs> a lot of them are down. A lot of them I'll use like two or three times a year, <laughs> but they're <laughs> there so that I don't have to redownload them when I want to use them those two or three times a year. 
I, I have many apps that I'm hanging on to just in case I'm like, hmm, will I use this tomorrow maybe? I have, sure. a lot, I have a lot of apps that I download that I keep on my device because I don't want to forget about them. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you know what? One day I might be looking for an app that does whatever this function is. And I don't want to forget that this is, app exists. Well, so it just kind of sits there and yeah. I never touch it. But the one day that I need that app, I'm going to be glad I didn't delete it. <laughs> You're going to be glad you held on to I'm it. I'm going to be so glad. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so yeah, the, these are the app um, icon customization stuff that you can do. Um, we'll leave a link to his stuff um, in the description below. And yeah, let's get him more sales. And stuff like that, yeah. Because it, it is pretty neat what he managed to put together. Um, with just a little bit of social media marketing. A hundred thousand dollars by chance, though he didn't even try. It was by chance. <laughs> MKBHD happened to mention him in the video. Completely he, by chance. He got lucky. Moving um, on, though, we have um, a new iPad. We do. That finally, and went shipping alongside the new iPhone. It did. So we're gonna try and make sense of the new iPad lineup and try and figure out which iPad is for who specifically between the iPad Air 4th gen the newest one and the iPad Pro 11 inch the second generation because they're extremely similar and I'll quickly run down the specs with everything that's different so the 11 inch as the name suggests has an 11 inch retina display ProMotion technology and True Tone the so that, that means a faster display Yes, um, it's got a faster display. Some would say a more accurate colors. Yeah, you're not really going to... The average person isn't going to notice that, though. No, no. Maybe if they're right next to each other. Um, the iPad Air has a 10.9-inch retina display, so you're looking at 0.1-inch, which you're never going to notice unless they're right next to each other. The iPad Pro 11-inch, however, is faster. It's, it's got the A12 Z Bionic chip with Neural Engine, whereas the iPad Air has the A14 Bionic chip with Neural Engine. So, so the iPad Air may have a newer chip, but it doesn't always mean it's the it's fastest. It's not. It doesn't chip. mean it's fastest. No. So both are compatible with Magic Keyboard and Apple Pencil. That's the that 11 inch. Um, uh, $300 really cool kind of levitating magnetic keyboard yeah. case. Yeah. I love that case. It looks cool. What, I oh, spent yeah. $300 on it? Mm, no, probably no, not. No. Better. I don't, I'm not a big fan of keyboard cases in general. I just don't do that much typing on my iPads. Oh, I would. I don't know. Actually, I, It's because I, I have the laptop. I prefer the laptop for the laptop keyboard. I've but, typed on the Magic Keyboard. If it was between the Magic Keyboard or nothing... I'd go with nothing because personally, I don't like the way the Magic Keyboard feels. I'm very snobby when it comes to my keyboards. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, the there's definitely better keyboards out there. Now, moving on though, here's one thing though that I've been considering yeah, talking about keyboards is ditching my MacBook Pro in favor of an iPad mm. and getting a desktop. Mac. And that's that's a decision a lot of consumers are making, especially um, people that want a little bit more power. Is you know, do I ditch the laptop in favor of 
a desktop with more power and an iPad for when I need to do things on the go, mm-hmm. especially yeah. as things are increasingly being in the cloud. You got Google Docs, which is yeah. heavily yeah. used all in the cloud. Even Office is now on the iPads. Yeah. So be, so that that's exactly my thought. It's a lot of the stuff that I use, if I were to take my computer, my MacBook on the go, mm-hmm. I could easily get done on an iPad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the next thing that comes up but is... More, more on that later. <laughs> more on that later. <laughs> the next thing on the spec sheet is storage. The iPad Pro 11-inch can have up to one terabyte of storage, whereas the iPad Air has up to 256 gigs. Cameras are different. The iPad Pro 11-inch has a 12-megapixel wide camera and a 10-megapixel ultra-wide camera with a LiDAR sensor. And the iPad Air 4th Gen has just a 12-megapixel wide camera. So for all the soccer moms taking pictures, you're going to want to go with the iPad Pro (laughs) (laughs) 11-inch. All the ones taking pictures with their iPads, holding it up and blocking the view of everyone else. Although the it's mainly the grandparents out there, I think too. <laughs> you always see that grandmother or grandma or grandpa with uh, holding their iPad up in front of them at the sports game, filming their kids. So, yep. if that's you, you want to go with the iPad Pro 11 so, inch because so you can have that wide go angle home and watch it on the big screen. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah, so that's. That's the spec sheet, and it's kind of difficult to tell, you know, which one so, do you okay, go so, with. Is so it clear... is it worth it for the better camera, the better processor, and more storage? Well, you uh, know. So so here, through the spec sheet, here are the big differences. On the iPad Pro, you have Face ID. On the iPad Air, you have Touch ID built into the the sleep wake button. Mm-hmm. On the iPad Pro. You have two cameras, a LiDAR sensor, a flash. It's, it's basically an iPhone 11 camera system yeah. strapped to the back of your iPad. Yep. Compared to the iPad Air, just has one simple camera. Um, yep. The iPad Pro is faster. Um, it has a faster display, faster processor. The iPad Air, but that's not to say the iPad Air is slow. It's just a slower display. iPad Air is still very fast. Yeah, it, it's 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 close between the two. Um, so so the question is, are those shortcomings of the iPad Air and at the same time the cheaper price of the iPad Air, can that win you over the iPad Pro? So yeah, let's go over price real quick because I kind of glossed over that. So the Wi-Fi model for the iPad Pro 11 inch starts at 799. The Wi-Fi model for the iPad Air starts at 599. So you're looking at about a $200 difference, and it's the same thing for Wi-Fi and cellular: 729 versus 949. Yeah. So, is $200 difference worth it? I don't know how many people are really taking pictures with their iPads. I think mm-hmm. the most I use the camera on my iPad for is scanning documents. Yeah, I, I know for me, and I can cut out a full camera system. Exactly. On iPad. Yeah, I I don't need that. As long as it can scan a document, that's fine. I don't need an ultra wide camera. I don't know what I would use that for. I can see though someone who's maybe in construction, and you well, know that's well, their yes. work device, and they're taking 
massive pictures of construction site. The LIDAR is good too because you can better use distance, maybe mm-hmm. even be able to put measurements on there and LIDAR will help you more accurately with measurements on a picture. I don't know how many people in construction would rely on <laughs> I don't know how many either. But... I I don't know how many either. I'm I'm not in the construction business. Or like but... an interior decorating. Uh, I think that's a better example, yeah. <laughs> using it to map out how they're going to design a house. Exactly, or being able to map a out a room, being able to use so the lidar sensor is mainly going to be used for AR, so Using your interior designer example, you got someone who wants to show a room and then they have apps where you can tap the wall and change colors. I think the mm-hmm. LiDAR sensor will help more accurately represent that on the screen. And that's where I can see that 12 megapixel wide camera coming in. Or the, sorry, the 10 megapixel ultra wide camera because you can get a whole room of a v- view of a room from very close up. You, know, yeah. you don't have to back up. Sometimes there's not room to back up. Because then, so in addition to that battle of where does the iPad Air stand, mm-hmm. you also, on the lower level, have the iPad 8th gen, which is also yes. starting at 329 the so same cheap. price as a Chromebook and faster than a Chromebook. That's a no-brainer right and there. And it's cheaper. It's cheaper than the iPad mini. Yes. Yeah. The, the eight, iPad mini is 399 the iPad mini should not exist anymore. No, it, it shouldn't. I can't purpose. see anyone who's going to spend more money to get a, a lesser device. <laughs> no, no. And, and the iPad mini just, it doesn't get upgraded as often anymore. I don't when, even know if they're the making them. The I feel like mini was updated? it's just on the fifth generation. The iPad's in the eighth generation. And typically they would update them together. So it hasn't been updated for three oh, generations. You know what? They're running the same processor. Are they? They're both running the A12 Bionic chip. Wow. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. The more you know. Learning on the fly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I can't see why someone would buy an iPad mini, especially as phones are getting so much bigger. Mm -hmm. I think most people would rather buy, for example, a 12 Pro Max over an iPad mini. Exactly. You can get a plus-sized iPhone. Yeah, roughly half the size. It's almost the same size. Seven point nine inch Retina display. What does the iPhone twelve Pro Max have? Let's An OLED. So the twelve oh. Pro Max is a six point six inch screen. The iPad Mini has a seven point nine inch screen. That's extremely close. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, that's the a little over an inch difference. This iPad mini 5th gen that they're selling currently was originally mm-hmm. released in March of 2019. So it's not that old. It's, it's not, not that, that old. old, but it, it's compared to the iPad, it's not worth it. It's also compatible with the first gen Apple Pencil. I think that's important to uh, point out. Yes. It only has an yes. 8 megapixel wide camera. It still has lightning connector, although the iPad Air does too. It's got an A12 but Bionic that, that chip. That shouldn't be a big deal for most people, I think. Because I think most people have enough lightning cables around. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. And, and they're, I think they're still being shipped in the box of the iPads. For sure. Let's see. Um, so you should be good on that. In addition, the iPad also is compatible with smart keyboard. Not the Magic Keyboard, the smart keyboard. Big yes. difference there. Yes. 
it's the cheaper one not the my ipad's floating in the air with the exactly yeah yeah it. it's the cheaper it's, one where it docks right in there yes it's more of an, a keyboard dock so this would make the eighth gen ipad the last ipad in apple's product line to support the first gen apple pencil to have a lightning port and to support the smart keyboard um yes so so that, that that's one thing that apple's really doing with their and you notice it a lot with their ipad lines is features trickling down you know you have that edge quote unquote edge to edge display the ipad pro which is now being passed down to the ipad air and then yeah. everything that the ipad air was yesterday has now become the eighth gen ipad mm -hmm. just with more updated processors yep so i i think that's something but if you're in the market for like if if you're someone who wants to get a computer to pay the bills watch some tv from time to time watch some mm -hmm. youtube i don't know text your friends check your emails Mm -hmm. why buy a computer <laughs> just get the that's true iPad. a lot of a lot of these apps now are starting to work on the ipad although if i, I were going to do that i would go for the 12.9 inch ipad well just because I, I wouldn't even say that's the case either my mom has been able to fully replace her imac with a um i think it was the seventh gen ipad so the previous really? generation ipad She's been able okay. to completely replace her iMac with no problems. I currently That's have impressive. her set up right now where she can, um, she can of course take her iPad wherever she wants. Yeah. She can do whatever she needs to do on her iPad from anywhere. But when she comes home, she has the option to work at her desk. Yeah. So she can, I have her set up with a wireless keyboard and mouse because you can hook up a wireless keyboard and mouse to an iPad now. And then mm -hmm. I have an adapter where she can plug her iPad into a monitor sitting on her desk. Oh, nice. And effectively, you turn on the keyboard, you turn on the mouse, those paired to the iPad, you plug in your display. You you have a full Mac substitute there for, I don't know, you get it for $329, okay? Mm -hmm. Let's say you add in, I don't know, $100 for some accessories, a case, a keyboard, a mouse yeah stuff like that if maybe you know you can always go cheaper with logitech's crayola mm -hmm. pencil i i think that the eighth gen sure it may not have the modern design of the air or the ipad pro mm -hmm. it may not have the top specs top camera and all that as the ipad air and ipad pro yeah but it's still faster than most chromebooks on the market it's still yeah, for sure. way faster than PCs in that price point in the market. Mm -hmm. the, the question is, if you're currently using a computer, will you be able to, on your own, will you be able to adapt your workflow to a mobile device? Because remember, the iPad may be running iPadOS, but it's only like a different flavor of iOS it's still exactly and i think that's all i think operating system i think that's all up to the user and depending on what they do obviously if you're doing a lot of video editing photo editing you know intense video and photo editing oh then the might I, the be best for you to go for for you 
yeah, no, it might be best to go for a computer. No, if my... you're doing a lot of typing and stuff and editing, you could go both ways depending on how much. You know, if you're writing books, you might be better off going with the computer. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're just doing light email, writing emails, you know, some Google Docs stuff, very light things, then I think you could totally replace it with the iPad. And I think that's where that argument comes in. Well, I'll just get a desktop computer which can handle all the powerful stuff and then use my iPad for everything else. Which is exactly what I'm saying for yeah. my case. My case, yeah, exactly. I'm waiting for a Mac mini computer with mm-hmm. higher power desktop graphics and processors. Because right now, yep. one thing a lot of people don't know is a Mac mini is shipping with mobile processors. Yeah. Like, and- the same processor that's in my MacBook is in a Mac Mini. I get no yeah. gain from making that upgrade. Maybe yeah. a little better thermals. But what I can see is if this Apple... Here we go back to Apple Silicon and the Macs. Apple Silicon again. <laughs> <laughs> a lot is resting on the shoulders of this move. Um, Which we're going to see next is, week. Yes. WW... Or not WWDC. <laughs> Our third special event in a row comes Third one next in... week three months yep um three consecutive months that's crazy that they've done that um but but if they can make a mac mini with desktop quality processors and stuff like that oh i would maybe even throw a graphics card in there do what maybe even throw a graphics card in there no no that that's not gonna it would be nice if they could throw a graphics card in a mac mini and Make it cheaper than an iMac because you don't have the screen, and make mm-hmm. it oh, I, yeah, a little I, bit I more that. expensive than a MacBook Pro, but a little bit more powerful. I think that would be a huge seller. Yeah. Because a lot of people have monitors already. A lot of people I have, have a mouse and keyboard. Setup. A lot of people just want the computer, and I think they'd have to make it a little thicker because graphics mm-hmm. cards are big, and it's going to need the cooling. No, well, no, not, it, not a whole graphics card. You just put the chip in Desktop there. Desktop, yeah, the chip. Just put the chip on the motherboard. Yeah. You don't need so to make... So even that, they could even Mac keep it about Pro. the same size then. Um, probably. And I think that would be a huge seller for them. I think there might be a market for that there. Mm-hmm. People that don't want to fork over all that money for a iMac, but people who want something a little bit more than a laptop will provide than a macbook pro will provide and something that you know they don't need something portable they just people, need something people who want to go half seas exactly yeah they want mobile, <laughs> but they don't want to go in to all the um the downfalls of mobile exactly even if a, you Mac get a macbook Mini. if you get a macbook you're gonna run into issues with heat oh yeah processing power and all that because of mobile chips and yeah now and and it's important to say that's only to note if you're doing very very intensive work yeah. like video editing or yeah rendering photo 3d editing, modeling a big thing yeah so if you're doing 3d rendering. modeling you shouldn't be using a mac anyways but yeah <laughs> um but if you are someone who can do a light load on the go on your ipad and then you can come back home to your mac um which, which is another cool thing about the iPads or the mm-hmm. iPad Pro and the iPad Air is 
Say, okay, so for instance, I'm going to describe my desk setup. I have a USB-C Thunderbolt dock mm -hmm. that works through either USB-C or Thunderbolt. So that means that I can have a Mac Mini at my desk that's connected to both of my displays and every other peripheral that I have sitting at my desk, every other external accessory. Mm -hmm. And I could easily unplug my dock from my Mac Mini, plug it into my iPad, and now my iPad is taking over my monitors and it automatically connects my keyboards from my Mac Mini to my iPad. And yeah, I... That, that's another thing to think about, too, is being able to have cool. continuity, being able to sit at your desk and say, today, you know what? I'm going to use my iPad Pro. <laughs> Tomorrow, you know yeah. what? I think I'm going to use my MacBook. I'm going to use exactly. my yeah. Mac Mini. And because it's, a matter you, of swat, it's a matter of changing one cable. Exactly, because air, an iPad is going to be a whole lot quicker to boot up than a MacBook or a Mac Mini. Let's well, also not, talk about, I think... That. So it will, it will if you're be. If you into social media, you need a mobile. Oh yeah, well, for sure. Currently. If you're once, doing social again, media for a Apple job, if you're doing social media for a job, getting an iPad is kind of a must-have for you. Mm -hmm. Because while you can get away with just using your phone for Instagram and stuff, you need the bigger screen. Especially yeah. for things like Facebook and Twitter, where Twitter has some of the launchers where you can have three feed side by side but can we also switching topics real quick can we talk about how the mac mini could also be sort of portable the mac mini could be something that you could take back and forth from home to work with you maybe on friday you take it home for the weekend and then monday you bring it back hmm. it's not a big computer you can easily slide it into a bag and then you get home you have That's your true. monitor and set up there and you just plug yeah. it in you unplug it, you go to work, you get your monitor there, you just plug it in. Especially with USB-C now, you can have USB-C docks where all it is is one cable. Yeah. One cable and power. There you go. Well, even USB-C can transfer power. Uh, no, not not, not to not that much. From MacBook Pro, yes. Yeah, I, I can see that. I Did can you see, see that, that being... I can see that being portable. I can totally see it being portable. Being you want a portable device, but you don't... To be able to take your computer and work anywhere... Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you don't quite necessarily want to take um, a MacBook. Yeah. Now, that's going to be a slim margin of people that would use that because the caveat mm -hmm. there is that there's, you have to have a keyboard, people. mouse, and monitor wherever you're going. So you're only going to be able to take it to places that are set up for it. Not, for example, your home or your office. You're not taking it to meetings, you know. Not, not everyone is like uh, MKBHD who took his whole iMac Pro, to, oh, what was it? WWDC yeah, or did. one of their early special events this year? Oh yeah, he took his whole setup. Or was it CES? I don't remember, but it was one of the big conventions. His whole iMac Pro from the East Coast to the West oh, Coast. Yeah. <laughs> but I've seen people do that with their PCs too. I went to a hackathon and uh Three people on my team, three of my teammates, they brought their entire PC, their entire desktop setup. They brought the PC, they brought the monitor, the keyboard, and the mouse all in a big box. Oh. They come in, they set it up on the table, and 
they're ready to go. I mean, sounds like there's a it, secret hidden market out there. <laughs> anything, I think any the moral of the story there is anything can be portable if you try hard enough. <laughs> now, now imagine if someone like Pelican cases or Pelican case Ooh, came that'd out. Be interesting and for... made a case dedicated to carrying around your desktop yeah. PC. See, I'm not <laughs> sure there's that big of a market for it to warrant mass producing it. But I could see some people well, getting custom-made well, cases needs, like that. Who needs to call it a dedicated PC carrying case? It's just a different size in their lineup. Different size. <laughs> a padded, indestructible that case be, to carry around your super expensive gaming PC. That could be interesting. That could be interesting for people going to maybe competitions and stuff. Yeah. You know, practicing in your hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. I still think I mean, it's crazy esports that is becoming like that. esports is becoming such a big thing now. <laughs> Mark my words. One day, esports will be in the Olympics. Esports There'll will be, will be more in the Olympics. People watching esports than there will be watching. I don't know soccer. Oh, swimming. for sure. <laughs> well, no, they'll be watching soccer. It'll just be esports soccer. It'll be FIFA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'll be watching Madden. Yeah, that's. That, that's what the Olympics is going to turn into. Every yeah. sport. But but can you imagine the the liability that you wouldn't have to deal with all of a sudden? Right? No one's no. getting hurt. <laughs> Unless you get carpal tunnel from playing You get carpal tunnel. That's the worst that's going to happen. You're having a pretty good day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Moving on, though, because we're kind of uh, getting way off wow. topic. Do <laughs> you remember when we were talking about iPads? I know. Where did that go? Let's move on, though, since we've moved so far off of iPads. To to close with that, though. To close with yeah, let's let's close. iPads. With that. You have three options. If you want to get pay your bills and watch some TV, and I don't know, do stuff like that. Surf the web. Check your email. Get an eighth gen iPad. Save the money. If you are um, a pro user, you're doing video editing. You're rendering. Um, photo editing, you want the extra space, you for some reason have a reason to use all those cameras on the back of the iPad Pro, um, or you're an artist, get the iPad Pro. If you are yeah. in between, you don't know if you're quite a pro user for a iPad Pro, nor are you a average user for a standard 8th gen iPad, then try out the iPad Air. Either way, I think you have like two weeks to return it if you make the wrong decision. <laughs> buy a new iPad every two weeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> buy a new iPad every two weeks and return it until Apple says you can't anymore. <laughs> That'd be an interesting experience. Play around with it. Just try not to spend more money than you need to. It's, it's a moral exactly. of the story with that. That's the moral of the story here. Don't Don't overkill it. If you're paying the bills and checking your emails don't waste your money on an ipad pro you're never going to use it exactly the real power of that exactly <laughs> anyways that's the ipad pro so moving on to uh the tvs mm -hmm. what should people know about tv tv prices have come so far down i'm looking at a tv right okay. now samsung 75 so inch 4K Ultra HD TV for 9.97. I mean, so first, first, let's start off of why do you need a new TV? First yeah. off, let's look at gaming. If you're buying 
a new Xbox console, um, a new PlayStation console, a new graphics card for your gaming PC hooked up to your TV, and you still have an HD TV, um, your upgrade isn't going to do you any favors. Your console yeah. upgrade will not do you any favors. Um, if you want to take real advantage of the power in your console, you're also going to need to buy a new TV on top of that. Um, another reason you may want to buy a new TV is you have you just purchased your brand new iPhone 12 that can shoot in 4K Dolby Vision. But yep. you don't have a TV that can play any of that footage back. And, you yep. know, I say that, and I'm looking at my spec'd out 2017 MacBook Pro, which right. <laughs> also can barely play that back. Right. Um, but it's a matter of if you're upgrading one thing, you might as well upgrade everything so you're not left behind or so you don't have performance left behind. Take advantage of your powerful $500 console. I mean, that's a deal already. Go out and drop the next $500 on a brand new TV and make it an even thousand upgrade. <laughs> Definitely. Um, the other thing to look at is price of TV. You can get so much TV for the money now. A 75-inch Samsung LED 4K smart TV for $747.99. But, okay, so, so there is one problem with... 70-inch Samsung f smart TV... For five ninety seven, these are from Best Buy. I'm looking at here. Mm -hmm. There, there is a problem with TVs though. Yes. The marketing. Yeah. They every TV manufacturer markets the same technology different, mm -hmm. and it makes no even to me, it makes no sense. Yeah. No, they all have their proprietary names and their you know marketing jargon that they use. But but even even like a refresh rate, some of it is it a real refresh rate at one twenty hertz? Is mm -hmm. it a variable refresh rate at one hundred and twenty hertz? Or is it gonna do some sort of software in the background to make it look like it's one hundred and twenty yeah, hertz? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is it like doing something to blend it, you know? Mm -hmm. To make it look like the frames are sped up. Mm -hmm. But you'll find that answer nowhere in the specs documentation oh, yeah. of that product listing for sure and it's it makes it really hard to figure out you know what tv is the best one for me and you know i mean because so for a long time i've been looking at samsung's qled tvs specifically i think it was like their d60 something or q60 mm -hmm. But then these new iPad or these new iPhones come out talking about Dolby Vision, 4K HDR yeah. stuff. I'm like, wait a minute. This TV only yeah, so has have... HDR 10 plus. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what does this mean for my iPhone video? <laughs> yeah, right. Are you going to be able to play it? Who knows? I mean, you'll be able to play it. Now, whether it's not going to be the... Dolby Vision, though. Yes. The question is what will the quality actually look like exactly but i mean these prices here are looking really good yeah you can get four 4k tvs 
55 inch for under $500. Yeah. That's absolutely insane. You have a TCL 55 inch 4 series LED oh. 4K UHD smart Android TV for 249 I, from Best Buy. I, strongly I don't know if that's a good TV or not, but I strongly recommend oh, TCLs. Yeah, TCLs. I mean, they've got a Roku built in. One less thing you have to yeah. think about, and they're cheap. They're stupidly cheap. And still, this is a 55 in inch 4K TV and... for $249. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, TCL has some nice TVs on the cheap. Yeah, that's that's really intriguing, actually. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, I think when we before we started this, you were saying, you know, I, I don't think. I've never I don't need a TV. Yeah, I was TV. saying I don't I need a TV. <laughs> but for two forty nine, I'll stick that, that in my dorm room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Suddenly crazy. Was like, hmm. You know, my TV started looking a little fuzzy the other day. I think right. Up. <laughs> I feel like once you go to a four K TV, you just you can't go back. Well, well, not not only four K. I think it's HDR. HDR is yeah. the thing that's going to win me over. I yeah. mean, be, being able to see the contrast in pictures mm-hmm. is is going, I think, going to be big. Because especially you have shows like The Mandalorian and really Disney yeah. Plus in general, the whole streaming service, which has a huge focus on HDR content. And even if you're an Apple, if you're one of the two paying Apple TV Plus subscribers... Even mm-hmm. Apple's like huge on all these big fancy 4K HDR technologies. Mm-hmm. They'll throw up a banner for all that stuff. Yeah, I was looking at it at the other day. They have so m- you know how like when you pull up. Do you have an Apple TV? I do not have an Apple TV. Okay, I've never needed well, one. When when you pull up a listing mm-hmm. from the iTunes Store. Usually at the bottom under the description, it gives like little badges for each of the things okay. and supports and ratings and stuff like that. Apple TV Plus has a whole row of Dolby Vision, Dolby Atmos, 4K, HDR, like a different badge for all this. And of course, you have Apple who's big in accessibility. They have their stuff to help the blind and stuff to help. Yeah. Um, the deaf be able to comprehend the media um but is it this is it's everything's definitely moving in that direction yeah for sure and it's going to be interesting to see where things go in the coming uh in the coming years here and and as tv manufacturers speed up their production prices are only going to start dropping more i would imagine Oh yeah, for sure. I think you're gonna see prices drop a lot, um, and I think a lot of these technologies are here to stick around. Unlike 3D TVs, didn't last <laughs> long at all. <laughs> that was a dud. <laughs> no, f- forget 3D TVs. 3D in general. 3D in general is yeah. It, you hardly see any movies in 3D. It I mean, fell off. It just wasn't that big of a thing. You know, you had to wear these glasses and. Half the time it didn't look good. Half the time it would give you a headache five minutes into the movie. 
the only truly good movies in 3D or anything in 3D was things that were made in 3D, like made for 3D, like where Shark they had the Boy things popping Girl. out at you. Yeah, it was <laughs> made for 3D. That's the one thing you know? I remember from my childhood. Oh yeah, me too. But those things were made for TV. Things would pop out at you. You watch a 2D movie that just converted to 3D. It almost looks no different. In fact, you can take your glasses off and it's going to look a little bit blurry because of the two images. But other than that, it's going to look virtually the yeah. same. Yeah. And I think that's why 3D failed and kind of stayed in the amusement parks. And I don't think it's going to move out of the amusement parks <laughs> anytime so, soon. But But now the question is, Sure, we've moved past 3D. Yeah. But we've also made the stride from SD to HD to UHD. Where do we go next? How many more pixels do we add to our screen before we say, that's enough? UHD (laughs) squared. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to start having... Well, because you know they're already selling 12K cameras. There is... So there, there is a point where the human eye cannot distinguish... Mm-hmm. the upgrading quality and where it just becomes numbers at that point. I'm not sure where that point is. I had read it at one point. Um, but there is a point where, you know, you can have them side by side and the human eye just can't tell the difference between the two of them. So I think it's going to increasingly shift from, you know, how many pixels can we pack into a screen to what can we do with colors to make colors look more accurate. And more vibrant, yeah. And more and, vibrant and more lively and things look more natural on a TV. I think that's where it's mm-hmm. going to start shifting because colors are something that we can perceive very easily. And yes. I think those are and, the biggest things you notice. Exactly. I think those are the biggest things you notice are not so much, you know, 4K TV versus an 8K TV. You're going to notice color. You're going to notice OLED versus LED. You're going to notice... Even you're going to notice HDR, you know, those are the things that I think you're going to notice. I think it's going to start moving towards color and picture quality. Even though LG Not in is terms of pixels, working though. on a 8K TV. Yeah, and I have a feeling, <laughs> I have a feeling 8K is where it's going to end. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think you'll perceive the difference much above 8K. Unless you have a massive screen. Not to mention storage. I mean, exactly. Screen. The smaller so the smaller the screen, the harder it is to perceive the difference because you have so much in such a small factor, you know. You're gonna notice the difference between four K on a seventy inch screen versus the difference between four K and H D on, you know, a thirty two inch screen. Mm-hmm. You're gonna notice it a lot more. And it's going to increasingly, that's going to trickle down to 8K and stuff like that. I don't even know what's after 8K, 16K? They go by multiples of... Uh, I think they're eight? at 12K. Cause 12K? I know Magic yeah, there's 12. K camera out currently. 24K, I think, is after that. I think that thing can shoot at 60 FPS. Yeah. It's incredible. It's incredible. But I think... So from a film editor, that's cool because that gives you so much room to zoom in almost infinitely into clips and stuff without losing from a quality. from a consumer and viewer perspective i care less if they're shooting 12k because number one tv can't play it number two mm-hmm. if the tv could play it i probably wouldn't notice the difference between that and 8k no. or even that and 4k well and and i think even right now 
for for most people, if if you're someone who just watches TV, you know, mm-hmm. you're not someone who stares into the colors and know exactly what to look for in the flaws of your TV. Exactly. You're not going to notice the difference between your HD TV until you yep. eventually get a 4K HDR TV in your house or you walk through Costco or Walmart and you see one of those giant TVs on the wall. Um, exactly. Like for my mom, personally, we were watching uh, The Mandalorian. Fantastic mm-hmm. show made in cinema quality and we're watching it on a standard hd sdr tv standard definition tv Mm -hmm. um or standard dynamic range tv um and for me personally i see those black bars or when i say black i mean gray bars Mm -hmm. on the top and bottom of the show yeah i see the distortion and the color and the contrast i see the um, light flares around darker objects that are not supposed to be there. Like when a ship is flying around in space and there's way more light around those back engines than there should be. I know <laughs> for me personally, I notice those things. Yeah. But for the average person, they're watching TV. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> For the average person, none of that matters. So I think for that's sure. another thing too. I, I, for some people like me, I want to push to upgrade as quickly as possible. I want to get rid of those gray bars and introduce black bars. Mm-hmm. But for others, the need to upgrade is not immediate. It's not instant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, like, you know what? it's something that can wait. You know, <laughs> it's. For it's the people who can wait are the people are you know what I'm gonna hold on to this TV till it breaks. <laughs> when it breaks, then we'll look at where we need to go next. Um, those people, good for you. Yeah. For me, oh, exactly. Like, for me, I'm like, man, <laughs> let's go shopping. <laughs> exactly. We were talking before this about Black Friday and how crazy that's gonna be with TVs. If anyone's looking to upgrade a TV, Black Friday is the time to do it. For sure, because deals are going to be insane. You're going to be able to get crazy good TVs, especially for, if they want. They're already use. insanely cheap. You can already get very good TVs for insanely cheap. I mean, I remember when HD TVs came out. Fifty-five inch TV was you know, over a thousand dollars. Now you're getting four K TVs for under five hundred. And now it's all trickling down. It's absolutely down. insane. It's all trickling but, down. But but also at the same time, I can see them trying to push their TVs. While they're handing out mm-hmm. consoles. Hey, you just bought this brand new $500 console that you can play your games in 4K HDR at 120 hertz. You know what would go really good with this game console? Right. This TV over here. Oh, I can totally see them do that. Hey, get $150 off a Samsung TV when you buy a new Xbox One X. Oh, One Series that's... X. That's a good Best Buy. <laughs> do, do you buy Best Buy GameStop just to get you know? a discount on a TV? <laughs> you know, th- that would be so good for Microsoft and good for the TV manufacturers because people would be like, "Heck yeah, I'm gonna do that." Dude, I don't know what profit think, margin. Think of I don't know how many people right now probably don't have a 4K TV. 
right? And they're not going to upgrade unless they get a killer deal. I don't know what profit margins are on TVs, though. I don't know if they have those margins in order to give discounts like that. Um, now, yes. Trashing your old but, TV just if so they you do. can see your colors a little brighter. Yeah. Um, is it reasonable and your old TV works perfectly yeah. fine? Probably not. It's probably... I mean, it's definitely not good for the environment in terms of e-waste. Just no, if you're going to get rid of your TV, try and sell it. a little off. But... Yeah, if, you, if, you, if you're going to get rid of your TV, try and sell it or donate it. You know, mm -hmm. Don't just throw it out on the curb. I'd probably sell this TV for 150 bucks. I could probably get for it. You know, because this, and then the... if I was going to buy a 4K TV for for 350 and there you go, I got 150 bucks off all of a sudden by... Yeah selling my old tv well well another thing too is your hd tv may not be a cinema tv but yeah. you may be able to find another purpose for it on a background create like exactly. a, a tv a 4k tv where you create a cinema experience around it yeah and then have just a standard tv for casual watching um, yeah exactly well, if you want to sure. be overkill like that <laughs> yeah I, i'm not sure like, like for me personally, we have our den upstairs with an mm -hmm. HDTV, and then we have our basement yeah. where we've tried to create an entertainment set yeah, area. Yeah, so we got our basement with the big 55-inch TV, and then, you know, no one ever likes coming down here, so we all crowd around the uh, mm -hmm. the small 32-inch TV upstairs. <laughs> but, but, but see, here's the question. If we suddenly introduce a 4K HDR TV in our basement... Well, that's just replace our dad. <laughs> right? I don't know. It all depends on, uh, I think it all depends on well, your family okay, dynamic so and stuff. Here's another thing, too, um, in terms of upgrading. Okay, you mm -hmm. may have a console that can play 4K games. Fantastic. Disney Plus, 4K games. Yeah. Other streaming services. You'll have to pay $20 a month to get 4K content from Netflix, yep. HBO Max, and Hulu. Do not have 4K content, shockingly, with HBO Max. I mean, uh, that, I figured that would be a launching feature, but unfortunately, that's quote-unquote still in the works. Mm -hmm. that? Um, but there's, so there's still a lot of streaming services out there that don't have 4K options. Yeah. Um, so, so that's another thing that's going to have to pick up the pace. That's something else that will need to be looked at as 4K grows. Because 4K content's growing. You know, all those movies on uh, HBO Max, I'm sure, have a 4K option somewhere floating mm -hmm. around. It's just the app itself oh, yeah. doesn't support it. Which is unfortunate yeah, exactly. for all those people who bought a 4K TV thinking, oh, I could watch all these fantastic movies on HBO Max. Mm -hmm. Surprise, surprise. Mm -hmm. but exactly. Hey, you can play back your iPhone 12 footage in Dolby HDR. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay, I think that's it for today. I think th I think that's it for today. That was uh, that was fun. That was a lot. That was good. Oh yeah, for sure. We we made a hundred thousand dollars making mm -hmm. an icon pack. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's still incredible. <laughs> Overnight, that man made a hundred thousand dollars. We went through the iPad line as it is now of late 2020 mm -hmm. now there's a very slight possibility that the ipad pro stuff can change by late uh 2020 
as of next week, next Tuesday during their special event. Yeah. However, unlikely. Mm -hmm. Um, and the iPad Air and the standard iPad shouldn't change since those just came out what a month or two ago. Um, and then we ended with TVs and should you upgrade? Oh, but yeah. that was our show for the week. Thank you so much for listening. Um, be sure to check out the links in the description below for more on the topics we talked about today and links to our website, appleguideweb.com. Um, if you enjoyed this video, please like and subscribe if you are on YouTube. And keep up to date with the latest happenings by following at Apple Guide Web on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And find our podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. See you in the next one.